Hi, I'm Mandy. I'm Director of Ambitions Personnel. I'm joined today by Pete from Distract, and we're talking about uncertain times. How have you been? How's it been going? Well, first of all, thanks for having me on the podcast. And it's it's been a crazy time for everyone involved. I think, you know, no one ever planned for a pandemic to kind of unravel in front of them. But I think there's been a huge difference between the brands that have been well prepared for the digital world and brands that haven't. And we've seen a massive, massive shift from brands that never really thought about digital before, have really found it a, a difficult and troubling time but the brands that have been really involved with digital the ones that have you know prepared themselves for this have been able to get through this a lot easier so it's been very challenging for us but the upside has been that we are a digital marketing agency so the brands that work with us are relatively digital savvy so they've been kind of well prepared but like everyone you know when that pandemic hit every single day there was a fire every single day i was like trying to calm people down and keep people progressing forward but the most important thing was to keep the team together and keep progressing forward and do you think people were quick enough to get on board or do you think there's been people who've lost their businesses because they didn't have the ability to be that flexible i think there's two reasons that i've seen where people have lost their businesses and i've got a few friends that have done terribly out of this and have really had to make huge redundancies and stuff and the split has been primarily the brands that kind of thought digital was a fad they've struggled they've tried to rush on it last minute and try and save the business and the second one which is controversial but I'll say it anyway is that there's been many directors over the last five years that have been having this lovely ride in a great economic time paying themselves stupid salaries and taking dividends left right and center and the moment they've needed that, that cash reserve that would get them through a pandemic, they just simply haven't had it. So they've been very reliant on government bailout, been very reliant on taking, you know, um, business bounce back loans, etc., to survive. And I think that if many many people understand that there are great times in business, but there's also down times in business, and they prepared themselves properly, they maybe wouldn't have uh, had so difficult times. Yeah, got to save, haven't you? I think you're right. I mean, if you're in business for a certain amount of time, you're going to have good years. Get you know, reasonably excited to start spending it all and then suddenly you're in trouble, aren't you? And and although there's been lots of things, my personal experiences, some of it was quite slow coming. So I think the first few, probably say I'd say weeks or months really, I think it did unfold, but quite slowly. So if you had no reserves at all, you were really in trouble very quickly, weren't you? And I think that became quite apparent. I mean, we've seen some companies in trouble. I think some of the good things is, I think what people have learned is, I think things like customer service is so important. And I think personally, if your customer service has been really good or as best as it can possibly be, I think those companies will actually come out better. You know, some people unfortunately are falling by the wayside, but I think if you can get your customer service right, because that's what I found being one of the biggest sort of barriers for me, one of the hardest things to deal with is not being able to speak to somebody or not being able to get a product, etc. So I think the companies that will fare better are the ones that really jumped in you know, perhaps they were working seven days a week, I don't know. But to get that out and to keep in contact with people, I think they're the ones that will probably will fare better out of it, really. Absolutely. I mean, the thing that we've always said is we have to now over-deliver even more than ever before. We can't be a nice-to-have. It's almost got to be a requirement. And I think tools like Zoom have been phenomenal to increase the level of touch points people can have with their clients or customers. And I think there's a, there's no excuse anymore where you can't just jump on for that 10-minute chat. And we're seeing, you know, people waiting rather two months to have a meeting. They can have a 10-minute meeting whenever they want through Zoom. And that extra touch point has been really, really beneficial. But one of the things I've really noticed is that I've learned very, very quickly that the agency business model that we live in relies solely on clients. And if that client out there runs their company in a stupid way, it naturally will fall onto my business to take up the, the lead. So I've been very much looking at how we diversify and how we spread our risk uh, rather than the client-centric business model. And naturally with, with client-centric business models, 
you don't have huge amounts of clients, so you're very reliant on the clients you have. And if you lose maybe two of those due to a pandemic, administration or whatever, it can obviously have quite a big knock-on effect. So I think one of the lessons I've learned during this has been diversification and how you can push forward in that way. Yeah, and you've got to look after all people. I mean, I think you tend to think, oh, they're the big clients and, and they're the ones you've got to sort of behave differently towards. But actually, as you say, some of the smaller ones have actually continued, although it's much, you know, it's a bigger spread. But actually... Um, without those, you know, without that diversification, you're in trouble because if you lost your complete market, I mean, some companies are saying, aren't they, if you've lost your one company that you supply, you're just in so much trouble, aren't you? Because there's nothing else to fall back on. So you've got to look after all of them, all sizes for this type of thing. And I think that's probably where some people, as you say, if you've got one or two majors, you think, oh, well, I'll be all right. You might not be all right if one of those falls. Well, we, we've had clients we've had since the very, very start and you know, the amount they, they spend with us now is, you know, they're, they're low tier in terms of our client bank. But I, I've said to the team, look, there could be a time where that retainer actually pays our salaries. You know, and, and that's the reality of the situation is that we're living in such an uncertain time. We have no idea what's coming next. We don't know if another lockdown will come. We don't know if there's going to be no more bailouts for businesses that need them. We have absolutely no idea. And right now, obviously, we're in October. We're still living on furlough scheme, essentially. When that comes to an end, what happens next? And I really believe the UK economy right now is on a steroid. When that steroid runs out, is there going to be another one? And there's so much uncertainty. So, so playing it really safe, I think spreading risk, diversifying is really, really important for many business owners. Yeah, I do also feel you've got to be, I mean, I am probably the eternal optimist. So so I can sort of, you know, I'd like to say there there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I'd like to say that if we're all, you know, you've just got to be sensible, I suppose, and you've got to think that way. Otherwise, why would you be bothering? You've got to think there's a way out of this, looking after your clients better, all clients. And this has been sort of a stop point and you're thinking, okay, listen, you know, it needs to change. Then that, again, I think that's a good thing. Yeah, I completely agree. I think I think one of the things that I've said to the team as well is that, you know, we can all go out and do a level of, of work we, we need to do. But I think that many people right now want the innovation. They want the difference. They want the thing that's going to stand them out and, and make a real big impact. And I think opportunities right now are bigger than ever before. I, I really believe that. I think if you look at the statistics, there's more millionaires made in downturns than in upturns. And I really believe that if anyone wants to go out there now and make something happen, the opportunity is endless. We have a, another business, which is our investment arm, where we basically you know, take a proportion of profits from Distract and we put it into invest in different, different brands. And that is our long-term plan. The plan is that we have you know, multiple different businesses bringing in different levels of revenue so we don't we're solely reliant. And there's been more opportunity in that side of the business than ever before. We picked up a business that went into administration, um, which was you know, number one rated on Trustpilot in its whole industry. Did a couple million quid a year and we got it for you know, pennies on the dollar. Um, simply because it was in administration. We've then launched a, a mortgage company as well, which is online mortgages, completely free to the to the consumer, which is digital first. All meetings are done through Zoom. You don't even see the, the consultant. And I think there's many, many businesses out there that you can just innovate a little bit, you'll win. And, and I'm a big believer in uh, traditional businesses where you know people want them, but can you put that level of innovation on top of them? Can you just digitalize them just 1%? Because for example, in the mortgage world, it's, it's old, it's boring, it's very, very traditional. So if I can just be 1% better than the competition, I win. Uh, and I think there's many people out there who are trying to find these innovative products that you know, will make them a you know, millionaire overnight. I think the reality of those being successful is low percentages. But the reality of a traditional business with innovation laid on top of it, the reality is the, the opportunity for that business is so, so much greater. And I think that it, this whole pandemic has, has changed my way of thinking. It, it's changed my outlook on businesses. And I, 
as much as it's a horrible time for many people, as much as it's, you know, you've got your sleeves up, you're in the trenches, you're grafting harder than ever before, uh, and I'm more tired than ever before, I actually am quite enjoying it. One of our clients, the CEO said to me, he said that the good thing with the recession is it clears the mind. It allows you to focus and readjust what you're doing. And I really believe that. Because I think you get laid back, don't you? I mean, for sure, we started this company in the recession in the 90s. And people, you know, looked and said, are you mad? But I did see a market and thought, could we be better? You know, could we be better in this area? Because it was, as you say, very traditional, you know, just bringing new ideas. And people say, gosh, fancy starting then. But actually, as you say, couldn't get any worse from where I was sitting at the time, could only get better and I could see it getting better. And I think that made us very strong at the beginning. And yes, you do get complacent don't you because when it's all going all right you sort of think well well you know we're okay but I think you have to try and remember that this could happen and I think this has been a real shock for everybody around the whole world you know it's not just us is it clearly but I think people think now this can happen because I don't know about you I felt at the beginning we're in a bit of a dream world and it'll be over soon by October we'll all be out of it and I think we all thought that I think we all thought furlough scheme was in come out of the end it'll all be back to normal and clearly I can see this now that isn't going to be the case, but I still can see a positive outcome at the end. Yeah, I believe I believe that as well. I think the upside for people who are running good businesses during these times is that during recessions and downturns, it shakes out the, the, the lower end. It opens up more opportunity for market growth for good businesses. Because if you aren't running a good ship, if you aren't market leaders in your industry, unfortunately, these things will shake you out. And it allows great businesses and great innovators to come through and grow market share. So I think there's, there's pros and cons for good business owners. There's massive downsides for anyone who's been very, very complacent, very, very, you know, passive. But look, we'll know where we are in a couple of years time. I, I really believe that this time next year will be hopefully towards the, the back end of this. And I really believe that it's, you know, will set us up for, for a great boom uh, over the next five years. We'll be back on a plane. That's what I care. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.